From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 19 of our 61-day Hauntathon counting down to Halloween. Today is Sunday, September 19th, and there are 42 days until Halloween. Coming up on today's show, we're going on location to two different attractions, Scream and Stream in Florida and The Devil's Attic in Louisville, Kentucky. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up to our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. Our first on-location stop is at Scream and Stream, which is now located at the Oviedo Mall in Oviedo, Florida. I visited for the media night in person, and I met with the creative director, Patrick Brylard, and I asked Patrick why they decided to keep the drive-through event this year when they did it last year, mainly because of the COVID restrictions. So Scream and Stream, originally for the version one that happened last year in the throes of the pandemic, came about at the end of June for the team, and they had a very successful fall. 4,200 cars went through. They donated almost $5,000 to Second Harvest, and they employed 75 people in the middle of a pandemic, which is fantastic as a group. And then they approached me in December about whether or not I would want to come on and help with the creative and they said, we'd love you to be the lead creative writer. We want to see what's inside your brain. You're freelancing right now. Let's see what happens. And so I said, yeah, do you have any ideas about what you want to do for the event? And the, the three beautiful words, clowns versus zombies, fell out of their mouth. And I went, okay, yeah, we're good. And then it became a collaborative conversation over the course of the spring of how we wanted to deal with it. And I, I popped off a treatment for them fairly quickly in January, February. And then throughout the entire summer, we shaped the treatment going back and forth and adding and taking away things that we, we knew were going to be impactful to the guests. And also one of the things that we wanted to make sure of is that we held on to the essence of what Scream and Stream actually was. It's a drive-through horror adventure. In version one, it was more about protecting the guests from the horror and they could still have a voyeuristic kind of feel for it. But in version two, they are very much a part of the action. They get laser guns, they have a tech package they've got to get from the beginning to the end, and they've also got enhanced sound effects, special effects, lighting and audio are, are completely new and remastered this year and in different positions, as well as scenic blinds so that you don't see directly into the next placement of performers, which also adds to the, the suspense and the overall enjoyment of the event. So basically, the team decided to lean into the car aspect as a differentiator. And this year, because they could leave the windows open, they added more interaction to give the passengers something to actively do in the experience. And my next question was, why the Oviedo Mall? I think one of the reasons that we settled on this particular parking lot was because of the other things that are available for people to do while waiting to go to Scream and Stream and enjoy their entire weekend. The experience itself is 22 to 27 minutes long, but it, you are also in a virtual queue, so you have the opportunity to go do other things while you're waiting for your time. You're not going to be sitting in a car line waiting hours on end while the kids are screaming at you, you know, or be there yet. The choice to, to come to Oviedo is a no-brainer in, in my mind because you've got the Oviedo Mall, you've got District Eat and Play, which is a, an arcade family entertainment center with bowling and things to keep yourself occupied while waiting for your time, but you also have the Oviedo Brewing Company. So if you have a group of friends and you want to get together and have a few drinks and go shoot zombies, this is the place to be. You have a logical jump from what was last year a, a long drive out for a short experience. Now it's a shorter drive to come out for a longer experience, and now you've got the entire evening planned. And I think that it, having it be a one-stop shop is absolutely wonderful. So putting the event at the Oviedo Mall plus adding the virtual queue line allows them to extend the experience to give more of a complete night offering, which is pretty smart. 
And the other thing that keeping the drive-through car-based experience offers is extended accessibility for other guests. Accessibility in that it is more friendly for guests with disabilities, but also for entire families to go together and also a lower price point because it's price per car. We're looking to hit a lot of different age groups and a lot of different personalities. It's not just for the horror-centric crowd. This is one for the family. People who are five to grandma's age and 95 can all jump in the car and come and experience this. Also, one of the things that became evident very quickly when Scream and Stream version one was up, and we've now since taken that under advisement and are now looking forward to is the amount of people that ha- might have mobility issues and not be able to go to a traditional haunt or might not be able to go stand in long lines for hours on end. And so they're able to also experience things and they're able to have just as much of a good time about this. It's something that is an important facet to the entertainment aspect of our event. We wanted to make sure that we clued into was the accessibility of people being able to come and enjoy the event for a lower ticket price per capita. We are fond of saying, and I know that it is online all over social media, that we are a per car event. We are not a per person event. So if you have a car that can fit five or six people, it is an extremely affordable evening for a lot of entertainment. That was Patrick Brylard discussing this year's Scream and Stream event at the Oviedo Mall in Oviedo, Florida. And now let's turn to the Devil's Attic in Louisville, Kentucky, where Nora and Tyler are on the scene chatting with owner Jason Attic Beesman. Hey guys, Tyler here with Team Zombillies and TheScareFactor.com. We are here at the Devil's Attic in Louisville, Kentucky, talking with Jason Attic. How's it going, Jason? I'm doing well, man. How about you? Doing real good. Doing real good. This is uh, your second weekend open this year so far? Second weekend open, yeah. How's things going? Good, good. We're starting off our season pretty good and uh, excited to show everybody all our new stuff in there. So You got a few new things in there. We just came out and I'll tell you what, it is action-packed start to finish. Probably one of the better iterations of the Devil's Attic that we've seen to date. What would you say is your favorite part? Well, we redid a lot of the rooms. Um, I've always wanted to do the extension of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to the uh, dining scene. Yes. Uh, give that away a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> a little teaser. Uh, um, just walking through the facade of, of the, the Sawyer's house is pretty cool in oh, itself, yeah. I think. And then, you know, what we've done there. And we did about a 30% uh, makeover, 30, 40% makeover of the rest of the haunt as well. So we, we've, my, one of my favorite areas is the vampire room. So we redid did that and um, sexed it up a little bit and uh, Frankenstein a couple other areas the exorcist we've got a new surprise in there for you guys yes so, yes, yes. Uh, I've been real pleased with and that. it's not the priest that's right it's not the priest <laughs> very cool the devil he's doing really good this year he kind of gives you a little bit of the, uh, the introduction to what's going on in there doesn't he he does our previous devil was with us 10 years so uh, he's doing a great job I like to give a comparison of Macho Man Randy Savage meets Satan. He's, yeah, he's, he's so very he's, intense in that first scene. There, if there's a metal chair in the room, be careful. This is kind of a collection of evil souls. Mm-hmm. So you see a few characters that uh, you may have seen. Uh, so like he's saying, you got some of the Texas Chainsaw stuff. You got uh, a little bit of Hellraiser stuff going on, some mm-hmm. Saw stuff. But it's not like your typical Jason Michael Freddy. It's a little bit different. You right. kind of go... Uh, against the grain a little bit with your character selections we do and then we'll also we've also got some folks there we've got a a maniac scene based on a 1970s movie and a lot of people don't know what it is but you know people are scared of mannequins that becomes scary in itself did you guys do any like pre-sales or anything like that for tickets this year uh we did uh you know that went pretty good we always do quite a bit of uh, online ticketing people are anxious to see us when the doors come open and and then they come so are they pretty well taking advantage of that or you finding most people are waiting until they get here well kind of mix of both you know 
with last year uh, with the pandemic, we seem seem to see our uh, online ticket sales were much higher last year. Uh, so we're on track this year as a you know fairly normal year for the and most some part. Some people are probably wondering, you know trying to wait to make sure everybody's still going to open and stuff before they buy tickets too. That could be why, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys decide to add or remove any dates for this year or sticking with the same numbers last uh, year? We're doing 16 nights. We did get rid of our Sundays, Fridays and Saturdays, September and October. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you having any difficulties finding or retaining actors? Believe it or not, knock on wood, this is one of our probably first seasons we were we are over overstaffed. We've got three or four waiting in line to get in here. You know, after being around for 12 years, I've got a lot of tenured actors that still want to help out every once in a while. Alrighty, thanks a bunch, Jason. Is glad to uh, good talking to you. Glad we got to go through the haunt. Everything's looking good inside of there, and uh, we'll catch you next season. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you guys as always. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network.